You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. So, typical Madison behavior, she's out in Thailand, living it up, putting it on social meds, you know, just hanging out in Thailand and, you know, really soaking up the culture by staying in like a five-star resort. She meets this other woman named CW. They hit it off. They kind of hang out and become sort of fast friends. Madison loses her passport because it gets stolen her room gets broken into cw's like hey embassy's just up north i'll take you there long story short cw takes madison to a secluded island uh pieces out and takes over her life uh that's influencer and real quick uh say hi say hawaii say hi Luane, ryan and jordan hey how's it going all right this movie was Two scenes of sexual tension away from being a lesbian romance. And I'm not saying I would have improved this movie. I, I, I did quite I, I did quite like this. But what I am saying is it probably should have turned into that. As somebody who watches a boatload of horror movies, the number of them which have the basic premise of, man, influencers suck. Let's find a way to murder a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. It's so common that when I when I first was considering this one, I'm like, I wonder if this is going to be another one of those. It turns out it's not, which is nice. It actually ends up turning into more of a horror movie about like deep fakes and identity theft than anything else, which I thought was a nice turn. I I really thought this movie was great. Yeah. I love the whole thing. Um, I love the fact that it's a really like low indie budget movie. Now, granted they shot in Thailand, which I'm sure the American dollar goes a little bit further there. But like, if you look at the credits, you know, it's a small list. And I, I don't know, I'm always a sucker for like a good movie, especially a good horror movie made with, you know, bare minimum. Cause I know they probably worked really hard on it, but th- there's, there's, you know, a simple cast of characters, uh, 
you have this character CW who's mysterious and, you know, manipulative and, but she's also charming and she can kind of like stop on a dime and, you know, create whatever character she needs to create to get where she needs to go. Right. Um, and, and in a way, like she's not, she's not a good person, uh, but you can't help but cheering for her. Even at the end, like I still had like a, yeah, all right. All right. I'm in. In the movie psycho where it does that switch with the protagonist partway through and you're following somebody else. And then there's a point as you go along before you know the reveal that you're like, oh, my God, I hope this nice guy doesn't get caught. His gra- his mom's crazy. And then you get to the end. Right. Yeah. There were points in this where, like, there's a lot of tension because you're like, oh, shit, she's going to get caught. And you like she's a sociopath who's she taken over caught. somebody's life. And you're like, oh, God, I hope they don't catch her. But I mean, um, look. None of us are perfect. I mean, who hasn't made mistakes? I think she didn't do anything too wrong. I don't know what this says about my taste in women, but don't read into that. You do like not read girls. into that. Stop it. <laughs> but I mean, she didn't. She didn't kill Madison. Exactly. I mean, See, not- she didn't do anything yeah. wrong. Technically. Uh, so that that just speaks to. Ha- yeah, she doesn't. I don't yeah, think exactly. she kills anyone. Only, well, I mean, I, not mm, not directly. I don't think. Honestly, well, I don't, no, no, there's a direct no, yeah. kill. You know what? I don't. There I don't is. know what you're yeah, talking about. CW is goofing. a very <laughs> sweet angel who did nothing wrong. Uh, but I will say that speaks to how engrossing Cassandra Nod is as CW. She is captivating throughout this entire movie from a very first scene of of you know making sure Madison played by Emily Tennant uh doesn't get you know fall down a rabbit hole with a very sleazy british tourist who has clearly stayed at that resort far longer than he should have and is pretty much that hotel bar's norm minus all the charm of George Went I think something that you mentioned earlier that I totally agree with LeWayne is going into this. I really wasn't sure what to expect. I kind of I was I was afraid that it was going to be a little bit more paint by numbers with the depiction of influencers and social media. And it definitely isn't like it doesn't show it in the most positive light, but it isn't like comically evil. Like it doesn't portray like Madison or um, the other influencer character as horrible people. It's just, you know, this is their profession. This is what they're doing. And it showed what I liked is even from the beginning, it showed that Madison uh, was feeling very, very empty living this lifestyle and that she was pretty depressed. So I I did while you do like I, I agree, Chad, like in a weird way, you do kind of root for CW. But you also like I, I also kind of felt bad for these characters, too, because although they, and I, I think that a, a sh- there's a shittier version of this movie where they just make them like comically evil. And I just think that I I'm glad that it's not that movie because it seems like, yeah, it's, I haven't seen a lot of those other ones, but I, I feel like that would typically be the direction that I imagine a, a that I would imagine a Shutter movie would go. I mean, I haven't seen too many of those movies either, but I'm glad this didn't go that route because I know that, like, I haven't seen Bodies, Bodies, Bodies yet, which I can clearly see, like, oh, it's going to be that exact movie. But I like the subversion of this, 
but also uh i'm not exactly a fan of the major dick waffle of this movie i'm sorry ryan not you you're great (laughs) (laughs) way different way different ryan (laughs) as far as you all know no no no. you're a saint this fuckhead on the other hand he just smells like of he just looks like he smells like a vape cartridge. I don't know how it's possible, but uh, he just does. He didn't start out like that. We like we get a glimpse into Madison and Ryan at one point in the second act, and you know, like even though Ryan's a douchebag at first, and yeah, he's very clingy, but at the same time, like he was, he hadn't heard from his girlfriend at the time, even though they were sort of broken up and. You know, it, it it's it's all these like moments where like, oh, God, this is cringy and wrong, but this is worse than cringy and wrong. So I'm going to go with the lesser of two evils, yes. you know, and mm-hmm. what you end up with is a movie full of genuine people, which seems weird because we're talking about how artificial all of their lives are. But the performances give you the feeling of a genuine human beings who are in this situation. You know, Madison's like, yeah, it's great. I'm an influencer, but like. All my entire life is just for show. And my boyfriend was supposed to be here and he's not. So I'm literally in this perfect place for a couple by myself. And CW is dangerous and not, but also making a living her way in a way that she's figured out how to do. And Ryan is doing what he's doing. Like these are all people who are just trying to survive. They just happen to have flashier ways of going about it than the person with the average nine to five. Yeah. And although Ryan is clearly awful, uh, like right in the beginning, there is something that was a little bit endearing seeing that he did care enough to go like, Hey, something is wrong. I need to figure out what's going on. And so like, even though he did seem pretty douchey and was basically kind of a, you know, a human vape cartridge, as you said, Jordan, I, I could I could see that or for for sure. But like just that, I don't know. I it, it just it, it made it a li- it made him a little bit more complex and human. The fact that he was willing to go that extra mile to try to help her when he could have just gone. Yeah, no, like, I eh, do whatever. agree. And also I have to work around fucking vape cartridges all day. So I feel like I'm in full. <laughs> I, I feel like I can be authoritative in my statement. Thank you very much. But Yeah. <laughs> Like, like Ryan does become much more three-dimensional and fleshed out. Like, that's a good job on Rory J. Uh, Sapper. Just how he tries to, like, make the best of it with CW and even uh, another character that just passes through this movie. Two things I want to mention uh, real quick. The guy that played Jay, the friend, that was friends to both Madison and Ryan. I like that character because he played both sides. Oh, yeah, the gay best friend. Like, he was such a he was such a shitty friend. He's like, oh, Madison, you were too good for Madison. <laughs> and then when uh, CW puts out the the thing that look, look. Ryan beat up Madison, it's like, I was always on your side and I am in your corner, girl. Like, it felt so yeah, real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, my God. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's a great movie with a bunch of fake people who feel absolutely genuine. <laughs> look, he was just hedging his bets being a terrible friend in my book um cw cassandra nod i don't i don't really go to the imdb until i finish the movie right she is an actress that has a birthmark and not that i want to bring that up and be like ah but there it is yeah in the movie it's only brought up once which i thought was cool 
Um, because it's really just like a not it, it it's a non-starter. It's like who gives a shit? Yeah, she has. Uh, yeah, I looked it up. She does have a noticeable birthmark under uh her right eye, her which right eye. is brought on by if I remember something with a trichinosis or basically it's like a bit of a patch of facial hair, essentially. Right? I mean, it it doesn't. It, Either way, like yeah, it looks like it, a large it, bruise on the side yeah, of her it, it face. Really yeah. It really does. It really does. But I, I literally thought it was a device for the movie. I did too. You know, I didn't. I actually, I'm just now learning that it was. It, it was not that. I thought I didn't know that it was her actual birthmark. In fact, they only bring it up once, but in like an actual organic way where it made sense to bring it up. Yes. Yeah. It, it yeah. is like. It wasn't like, oh, you're beautiful with your your beauty thing. Yeah, it was okay. more of like, a, it, it, hey, we're looking for this girl. Oh, you mean the one with the mark? Okay, yeah. Totally okay. passing super Speaking easy. as the only woman on this review, especially as a trans woman, I'm glad for that. Like, it didn't bring draw attention to anything. It's like when a guy does meet a girl like that or, you know, when anyone meets someone with something like that and they try and overcompensate and say, oh, it's the best thing about you. It's like... I'm just a fucking human, okay? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, come on. When you have an actor with some noticeable feature, whether it's a scar or a mark or amputation or whatever, it's very often used as shorthand for villain or yeah. defect or whatever, right? And in this case, you could even make the argument they're doing it again because. She's a villainous character sometimes, but it goes back to the same thing um, when it comes to representation. She is a human being who behaves like any other human being. She just happens to have a saddle-shaped mark under one eye. And that's that's the other thing when it comes to representation is that it it helps if it's a genuine representation and not... This is an angelic character. Champions did that pretty well, too, because of the, the, the kids all have special needs, but they're all very human. And some of them are really good and some of them are kind of scumbags, <laughs> but they can play basketball. So it, it, it's nice to see representation that isn't the focus. Like, well, you know, we're going to put her in here because of this. It doesn't matter. The thing is irrelevant to her performance. And aside from the one time it's used as an identifying characteristic, in the same way that it would if, oh, you mean the blonde girl that was blah, right? That's how you do representation of of unusual characteristics. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And the same thing can be applied whenever there's like, hey, we put a trans character in this. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It, Are they there to be the bad guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, look at Star Trek Strange New Worlds last season. Like, they did a great job with that. I've got no notes. Like, I, I'm just encouraging people to watch it. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's, it's not like a horrific movie it's more of like a thriller horror um it's a quick hour and a half it's tense i like the fact that the front credits don't pop in until like after the first 20 minutes like 27 minutes yeah if you're a if you're a title card fan this movie this movie satisfies you very well that's where I knew I was going to be in. I, I don't know. It was it's, it was just like, I don't know why it just it really did it for me. I love I loved the yeah, the, just the delayed title sequence of this. Look, is, delayed is so gratification perfect. is a very pleasurable thing. 
Well, and it, it, it gave true. the whole story a restart too, with like a little right. preamble. Like yeah. it was, it was great. It felt good. Cassandra Nod is absolutely engross- engrossing. It's one of my favorite performances I've seen this year so far. And yes, this movie wasn't anything like I thought it would be. I didn't even see a trailer before I watched the screener, and I knew it's like, look, I've liked more than I haven't with the offerings we've reviewed from Shudder on here. Like, they got a pretty good track record. And this is going in that plus column. It's a, ve- it's a very good, very tense, modern thriller at that. And has a very brilliant ending. Like, I was trying to think, you know, how could this end? This was amazing. It was wonderful. So what? I, so I'm going to settle on that. Yes, you. I, I highly recommend this. I'm going to give Influencer nine out of ten selfie sticks. Yeah, this uh, this was a really a, a pleasant surprise, and I am, I, I guess, just I feel like just like the title and the poster, I, I feel like may lead people to believe this is like a little bit schlockier than it actually is. I, I think this uh, is, you know. It's 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 deeper than I expected it to be. And uh, the actress who plays CW, Cassandra Nod, as a couple other people have said, is really incredible. And aside from I mean, I I might have some like minor, minor gripes here and there. But overall, like seeing like a small like horror movie like this just uh, hit it out of the park so well. I It's, it's just it's just great to see. And uh, especially you know, especially get more people subscribed to Shutter. You know, it's like I always like supporting like smaller horror movies in general. Uh, so I'm going to and again, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I, I don't want to reiterate what I said earlier too much. But just just it, it not being like a like a blanket, like demonization of people who are influencers and use social media uh, frequently or infrequently. It's like I, I feel like too many movies can take a really like boomer approach to uh, new tech and new things and just want to demonize them because, you know, it's it's fun and cool to hate people who are vapid. But I, I think it represented these people as real people with flaws and who were kind of sad, you know, like like Madison, who clearly was doing this and it was not making her any happier and she was not fulfilled by it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give this three and a half out of five overpriced influencer products. This is way better than I expected. Um, It's not another influencer slasher, which is nice. Um, I was kind of surprised by the size of the production because it looks good. It sounds good. The cast is all strong. I mean, Thailand looks amazing. So that's fantastic. You got to go, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't left the country since I moved here. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, the, there are often complaints about horror movies and how dumb they are. Um, this one is not dumb. It's actually clearly had a lot of thought put into it, um, both by the writers, but also the directors and clearly the cast. They have a sense of their characters and they actually portray them well. Um, like I said before, it's a whole bunch of fake people who feel genuine, which doesn't happen a lot in lower budget movies. Um, in the end, I'm going to give this four out of five buildings that are apparently made entirely of glass. 
I would I would compare this to the White Lotus, but like only focusing on one of the characters or like one section of that story, because that's that's a story that has layers and different characters all on top of each other. Uh, and all the stories kind of like converge until the end. We're, we're at a high class resort and, you know, she's doing this voiceover of like, you know, the culture here is amazing. And like all these blanket statements where she's really just not getting any thing you know that's why like cm at first or cw at first she's great because she takes her out of that freaking stuffy ass hotel you know and she gets her a bowl of like real street food and they go and party and i mean that's what makes cw such like a good freaking sociopath like she seems normal she does all the normal things until she doesn't have to um i i I really enjoyed this movie i i wasn't like we all said, you know, we can rag on influencers and there have been some good uh, influencer horror movies recently. Like, I think uh, Luane and I watched Deadstream. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one. It's probably like one that of the was better a- ones. Exactly. Um, but there are a lot of garbage ones out there where, yeah, the only main uh, uh, focus is to just shit on influencers. And like, yeah, you know, we can do that all day, every day. Um but you're you're taking my time for an hour and a half and give me something that's a little bit more thought out. It feels like it's gonna be very underrated. I wish this would have a traditional release because I think seeing it on the big screen would do it justice more because, you know, I don't live in Thailand. Um, so I'd rather see a lot of that more. I watched it on the biggest TV I could. Right. But anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll go nine out of ten. Perfect ending for the final girl. Like, I don't I don't think I've ever and I'm going to I'd have to think, but like that was one of the best final girl endings I've ever seen. 